Good morning and Merry Christmas once again. Beautiful to have you all together. My name's uh, Father Mark from Ohio originally, but serving here in New York. I know many of you are regulars, some of you family members who are in, in town visiting, so it's great to have you all to worship and to pray together. Just three words for the homily today, anticipation, arrival, and then going forward. Anticipation. Christmas is all about anticipation up until, second point, the arrival, right? Anticipation. Advent, we've been preparing in anticipation of this morning. The whole first reading is Isaiah, right? How beautiful on the mountain are the feet of him who brings good news, right? We see him coming, the sentinel, right? He's watching, he talks about, and sees and cries out, he's coming, right? And everybody scrambles to get ready. The anticipation of the coming of God. As I was praying about anticipation, I remembered a time that I was, uh, I broke down in the desert driving from outside LA heading into the mountains and uh, my car broke down and it was in the evening I was actually trying to get to a place to uh, where I was going to spend the night I was going to get there around 9 30 or 10 I forget but anyhow it was sun was setting starting to get cold and I was in a dead spot my cell wasn't picking up and I was like well Hope somebody stops right so I stood outside my car in anticipation that someone would stop and after the first few cars drove by, <laughs> you're like, uh-oh, this is a little, you know, my, the percent of success keeps you in your mind keeps going down. I was in anticipation, somebody saved me, right? Somebody stopped. Because I can't fix it myself. I don't even know what's wrong. All I know is it's not working. I was in anticipation, right? It made me think. When we're in those moments when we can't fix it, we're in anticipation of the solution, right? Anytime we have a problem that we can't fix, a health problem, right? Uh, a sore tooth, right? Or you have a medical issue, or you have a legal issue, or you have a parenting issue, just with some friends who had their first child and they're in the first couple of weeks, it's like mom's traveled in to be with him. It's still, but like, hey, I don't know how to get this kid to stop crying, right? What's, you need someone to save you from that situation, and you're in anticipation of his arrival. The arrival, the second reading, beautiful second reading, very mysterious language, but it's beautiful. When the kindness and generous love of God, our Savior, appeared, right? And in the Hebrews, it says, in times past, God spoke in partial ways, in various ways to our ancestors through the prophets. We look back in history and all those efforts of humanity to understand God, right? You, my philosophy of religion course, many of us who went to Catholic colleges, they often, you had to take one required class, right? Comparative religions or philosophy of religion, or history of religions. And sometimes it can be very confusing because in the end, you're, wait a second, everybody has been trying to understand this at all different from all corners of the earth. What's so special about us? Maybe in the end, it's just, well, that's, that's his opinion, that's his opinion. Who knows, right? And you can actually lose your faith in a comparative religion course, right? Because in the end, you're like, but what convinces me? What's unique and the special proposition of Christianity, of Christ, is that this. Men and women have striven to understand themselves and also God all throughout history. Think of the Greeks and the Romans that projected God basically similar to themselves, right? The Jews received the law from God himself that gave order to their people, gave them identity, chose them, right? 
But in the end, all of us strive to see and to know and to understand God. And we believe only one person, the first person to see the face of God, was Mary on Christmas morning. We believe that baby is God. And all of the scripture readings from today attest to that. And what did Mary realize that first moment she held this baby that she believed to be God? He looks just like me. He looks just like me. He's not someone I need to be afraid of. In fact, he's the best part of me. Or what's the best part of me is a reflection of him. Our desire for completeness, our desire for fulfillment, our desire for love that never ends, our desire for forgiveness to begin again, our desire for knowledge, our desire for perfection, our desire to overcome all of those things that are good and beautiful in our lives are reflections of God. And God came down to say, look at me. I look just like you because, in fact, you're mine. You came from me. It's the mystery, right? Mary gives birth to someone fully human, but also fully God, the arrival. And now going forward, going forward, this beautiful gospel of St. John, one of the more mysterious and perhaps difficult. We know Matthew, Mark, and Luke all have the story that we know, the traditional story of Mary and Joseph going to the cave and the angels announcing to the shepherds who show up the birth of Jesus. John's gospel doesn't have that story. He doesn't. He decides to tell the mysterious kind of intergalactic theological, what's going on in the heavens? What's the real meaning behind the reality that Matthew, Mark, and Luke have said? It's the word. It's the light. It's the life, right? It's the answer to that mystery that he came to his own, but his own wouldn't receive him. How do we make sense of that? This rebellion that we also notice of man before God. It's the answer to this. The word that became flesh and dwelt among us. And little by little, thanks to his love and his accompanying us and his putting up with us, and his winning us over through his mercy, little by little, we saw his glory. We started to see that's God, that love, that sacrifice, that self-gift, right? And actually the fullness that we've received, everything beautiful that's in our hearts, now we know where it came from. That grace that we've received, now we know where it's, God has revealed himself. Man has found God and discovered God in Jesus Christ today on Christmas morning. No one has ever seen God, John says at the end. No one's ever seen him. We've tried. The only Son of God who's at the Father's side, he's revealed him. He's revealed him. He's come down to us. This is the proposal of Christianity, the proposal of Christ. You want to see me? I'm revealing myself. Come, behold. Right? And he comes in such a humble way that we need not be afraid, but embrace, love, cuddle, kiss, embrace, and let his love
transform our lives to become more like him. Amen.